All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Can you see it? Did you notice? Checked, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. It arms To the line, Hughes scores! You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in and down. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What a Steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off-air, let's go. Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season Capital H Capital S, all one word, at Zephyr Epic for five dollars off your order. We are also delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Use promo code Convo DD Capital C Capital D's, all one word, Convo DD, twenty five percent off your first order and free shipping. My name is David Quadrelli. Free shipping, free delivery. My name is David Quadrelli. I am joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Fabier. If you don't get that joke. All right, come on, not off the If you don't top. get that joke, go listen to the ending of our last episode, episode 191, I believe it was, of Canucks Conversation. Chris Fabier has something to say. I was so confident, too. I was like, I'm going to nail this one. I'm going to finish off. I've screwed up like a few endings of the show in a row, and then I screw up my own last name. So not great. Hey, Zephyr Epic, Hockey Mixer Box, big group break going on there. I'm not even going to list off how many boxes there. There's about, well, I'm just eyeballing this. There's about 12 different boxes on one of these group breaks that they going on. You can find them pretty easy. Uh, ZephyrEpic.com. Uh, they have the group breaks right there. So check that out. You know, maybe you get lucky. You, you end up snagging the Vancouver Canucks. I've gone into a couple of these group breaks before. One time I got the Ottawa Senators. Wasn't very happy with that. 
And then I ended up, uh, but I ended up pulling a couple of real nice cards out of that. Uh, and then the other time I had the Winnipeg Jets, another bad one too. So maybe people will have better luck than me going into the group. I breaks. had, I had Florida. I did one That's group right. break. There I was one, Florida. you and I were in one together and I had Ottawa, you had Florida. That was tough. I feel like they set us up a little bit there. Yeah. They you were know, like, like, we're not going to complain. They were free. They were free spots. They were. They were. We, we could say that. They were like, you know, our guys that we sponsor, they're, they're coming into this for free. We're taking one for the team here. Yeah. We're taking one for the team. Anyways, Ottawa Senators fans, hit me up. I got some sick rookie cards. Some sick rookie patch, like auto, beautiful looking cards. I got them uh, all set for anyone who's an Ottawa Senators fan. So, hey, if you stumbled into the wrong podcast, you were looking for locked on Sens, but you somehow stumbled into Canucks combo, hit me up. I got those Sens cards for you. Sens cards, Yulevi cards, Rathbone cards, Nikita Triamkin cards. You've got it all. Man, I've been loading up on the Rathbone cards. And you know what? Price is already going up. Two weeks ago, I'm picking up Rathbone rookie cards on eBay for like seven, eight dollars. Now it's minimum ten. Like wow, everybody else is bidding up to ten, and then they're out. Like once you get over ten, a couple of people go over, get get them for twelve bucks. But I, I've already got. I think I've got about uh, probably twelve. Wow, twelve of them, and I only paid you know <laughs> eighty bucks maybe for all twelve of them. Like total, you know, maybe closer to a hundred. When you posted the picture of your cards on your table, you got a like from Beth Rathbone. Did I? Jack's mom. Yeah, Jack's think, mom liked it. I don't know it. if we've talked about this before, but like, do you remember the Toffoli episode? Yes. Where the, we did the bonus. Yes. And we were like, I think like somewhere in the podcast, it was either in the title or like in the tweet, we were like, we're the two only people who well, are yeah. positive about the Toffoli trick. Yeah. Everyone else was freaking out about the Yeah, everybody's like, oh, this is this is an outrage. And it turned out to be an outrage because oh, they didn't get a reason. Maybe they were right in the end. But I remember <laughs> we finished that podcast, we tweeted out, and by like... Two, three in the morning. Yeah. I'm getting all these Tofolis following. Yeah. like Megan Tofoli, yes. like Linda Tofoli, like all these Tofolis. I was like, oh man, like we got to keep being positive about yeah. Tofoli. Now, now we got the Tofoli clan on on with us. We can't. Yeah, There's I wonder if they people. still listen. I wonder if they still listen. I don't know, but I'm sure they <laughs> listened to that episode. We're very positive about him. And man, Tofoli, what a story for him. And and you know what, him and his little doggy. Oh man, I like that Dodger. Little, I like that little dog. Yeah, we were I'm, talking about him on the golf course today. We were? Yeah, we, we talked about Toffoli. Remember I asked you how many hat-tricks he scored? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think I was right. I think you were. All right. Let's talk about that golf game a little bit. You oh, you were making a push. Dreading this. You were really making a push. I send out the tweet after 11, and immediately <laughs> you start gaining shots on me. Yeah. So after 11, I'm up five shots. I'm looking good. You know, start to hit the back nine. Back nine is normally where I bury you. Yeah. Like, you'll beat me sometimes on the front nine, but I bury you all the time on the back nine. You just, your game falls apart. Your putting, your putting was actually pretty good today. You made some, some decent, you made some long putts today. Yeah. And I missed like three, five foot. Putts. You know what? That's the biggest difference about how I beat you in golf is like, we're both automatic from six feet out. I'm automatically going to make it and you're automatically going to miss it. Yes. Like those six foot putts. I'm, I was just automatic today as I usually yeah. am from about six and you are, yeah, like I said, automatic to miss. So I think I, and then you lost it there in the end, a little 17, 18 broke my club on a tree. <laughs> well, you said that made it sound like I like freaked out after losing. No, you just, you, you lost you it. Didn't freak end. out. You just fell apart and lost yeah. the game. Yes, I did. But it was good to get out. I tell you, you know, this, uh, I always like doing this cause I can brag about, uh, the steps that I take my step <laughs> counter on my phone. My girlfriend, she's running around being a nurse and, and, you know, getting all the steps in. And she always texts me, oh, I got 10,000 steps today. 10, and then I'm sitting there with like 700 steps because I've been sitting in the office writing all day or <laughs> something stupid like that. But today I'm getting up there at 10,000. I'm going to be walking around maybe while we're podcasting here to get over the edge. There, I got about 8,000 on the golf course. So wow. looking good. I haven't with, even checked my step counter. I was going to say, like I don't years. know if it, if it counts your little legs. You probably did about 12,000 <laughs> compared to what I was taking for steps. Oh, man. Yeah. Smaller strides. Yeah, more work, and then you get those steps. That's what I was joking about with my buddy on when we played Whistler because we finished and we're like, like, whoa, I'm at like nine thousand steps, and he's like, well, I'm at fourteen thousand. I've been like, you've been in the car the whole time with me in the cart the whole time, and I was like, God, oh, it's those little legs. <laughs> my little friend Chad and his little legs. Your little friend Chad. How tall is Chad? About your height. Oh, yeah, he maybe is a, little. a little bit shorter. Oh, he's definitely little then. Yeah, but he's way more jacked than you. He's covered in tattoos. My best friend. I'm going to be, he's probably the best man in my wedding. Best friend Chad. That's right. Yeah. That's how you used to introduce him when we would play COD. Well, best friend Chad. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I have, I have a lot of really, really close friends on the island. Some of my, like, call him a, you know, good group of best friends, yeah. but like, he's the one that, you know, he's my best friend. We've yeah. known each other the longest. Uh, you know, 
He's he's my BFF. We recently talked about this. Was me being a part of your wedding party and what that's going to be? Oh like. goodness! Have we not done it? We haven't done this on the pod. Not on the pod. Okay. What that's going to be like for me? Yeah, because we took you out drinking that one day. You had that one. You you're a couple drinks in, and you're talking about how drunk you were already. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like how bad it's going to be. <laughs> You know, because you'll Try be, keep up with the Nanaimo kids. Oh, my goodness. Because like like what we're going to probably do, I'd love for my bachelor party. Just be something simple where it's like go out to a cabin down in Port Renfrew. Get yourself a nice cabin for the weekend, kind of away from everyone and just go nuts for a weekend. And like go nuts. Get after it. You know, party as hard as you can with all your boys. Have a hot tub, you know, have a football, throw it around a little bit, all that stuff. And just just get away from everything. That's like what I want. I don't want to be downtown going bar hopping or yeah. go down to Vegas or Mexico or anything. I just want to get out with the boys and, you know, and get away from it for it all and do something like that. That would be a lot of fun. But yes, you like, man, you trying to keep up with my Nanaimo friends, like the guys that I grew up drinking with and that are going to be part of my wedding party. Holy hell. You're going to be, there's no chance. Like you're going to be so drunk that it's like, it's going to be ridiculous. Like I'm going to, and the thing is, it's my bachelor. I ain't worried about you. When I took you out drinking the other day, I was looking out for you, making you drink hey, you're waters. You're going to be a little worried about me. Tell, no. tell everyone what you said when we went out drinking. Well, that's why I said, yeah, I got to protect the brain. That's why I said, that's why I bought you a helmet for, uh, for skate. You, when you're trying to learn how to skate, I bought you a helmet for your birthday because oh, that brain, I got to protect it. Who else is going to run Canucks army? Yeah, fair enough. That's a, that's a very Tell good point. Stefan would probably do a pretty good job. He would. I can't even deny <laughs> He'd that. Do an excellent job. We got to have him on the podcast soon. I know. We he, should he's have He's been on, on before, way before my yeah. time. We, yeah. we used to do a few Canucks Army episodes to kind of bring all the Canucks yeah. Army folks together. I don't know. Maybe that's something to, you know, we're, we're still running out of. There's, there's some topics, and we're about to get into it. Sorry, folks. We're going to get into some Canucks stuff here. I, You know what? I think we got to do another poll question because I've seen some people, you know, talking crap about the intro again, saying it's too damn long. And we really? got, I think we need to find a happy medium where we trim off a little bit. Yeah. I think that's the goal. And maybe that's our poll question for like the next week. Cause we already got a poll question. Huh? Yeah, we do. We'll get to it in the second half, but I think we need to find a happy medium. And I think people, maybe you can reply to this. Like if you like the long intro, we need to hear from you because we're hearing from a lot of people who hate it. A lot of people hate the intro. They hate yeah. that it's so long. They're like, oh, I set up in the car and it's a minute 45 before you even talk. We know. We play the freaking intro yeah, we before we get to it going. Every time we, you know, yep. There's time for both of us to get up and go to eat either bathroom in this studio. We've got two bathrooms upstairs. You can go, we can both go take a piss and come back in time by the time the intro is playing. So I know it's long. I think we need to find like a happy medium. But if people love the long one, like we need to hear from you because we are going to change it because we hear from a lot of people who don't like how long it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's Speaking f- of how long stuff is, this has been a long intro without some Canucks talk. Where do you want to go right off the bat? Final thing is you're going to be in charge of my bachelor party probably. Yeah. So you uh, you, you need to be ready. I don't know I'd what I'm going to want. I know what your bachelor party is going to be. We're going to just go to Pastor Mori for lunch, Pastor Mori for dinner. <laughs> And then get something to go, and we'll call it a night at about uh, eleven thirty. That sounds great. I know, Honestly, right? That's that what, sounds fantastic. No, you, we're you gonna, know your, you know we'll your get role. you after you on the uh, the muddlers, the muddlers that's and the true. squish lemonades. Yeah, we'll punch those. There's new ad on this new episode ad, too. new ads. I new put ad something run. together here. I haven't thought of a script or anything yet. We don't do scripts. We're no, no stats. That just last words. one, that squish one for the summer, first shot too. That I know. First attempt, we rolled right through. We it. did. We we crushed that. One take. Everybody knows the rules. Well, I mean, when it's that easy. When Squish is that good. Yeah. You know, this might be the ad right here. Just cl- clip this part out of the episode and replay it later. Yeah, there you go. We'll exactly. See okay, let's we do have Canucks. some Canucks con- yeah, let's do it. content to get to. The big one, top of our list. We have a list now. You wrote a list out. I well, just we got all these fancy things this. in the office now. I got post-it notes with a, yeah things we could talk a little, about. You made a little dollarama right? I went hard at dollar. Look at the little, our pens. We got a pens all in a little uh, cylinder here. Yeah, this is great radio. I don't know why we have so many pens. We're not going to need them for anything. Yeah, what do we write? Well, we just wrote on that post-it note things to talk about. So go ahead. That's Where true. do you want to start? We'll start with Pod Colson. I know it's you probably want to get to a prospect report at the end, no. but Pod Colson arrives in Vancouver. The hands on this kid. Holy smokes. Like you pointed it out I've on Twitter. You, man. Holy smokes. He's like gripping the rail. It looks like he could lift it up and like make the people below him move. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was it was scary looking at those paws and like straight up. It looks like a bear paw just about to hit you. you oh, know? Yeah. Like when he drops those things, starts swinging around. It's like, you know, a couple of lunch pails coming at you like Brock Lesnar back in the day. The fist that he used to have in the UFC. God damn. Have you seen those like slap fights? Yeah. Okay. He would kick ass in a slap well, fight. Most Russians do. Have you seen the, the best slap fighter uh, in the world? That's true. Russian. They are Russian. Yes. The, the best slap fighter in the world. But at the same time, a little bit of video coming out today. Kevin Woodley, yeah. of all people. Yeah. You're your you know least what favorite media member. Yeah. What's what's he saying in the tweet? Blah, 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 blah. Martin Jones, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Martin Jones, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Vasily Pod Colson's here, too. He's <laughs> 
That's what the tweet pretty much said. That's pretty much what the tweet said. He's out there watching goalies, and he happens to fall on a gold mine of a silly podcast (laughs) and get a workout. But, man, the dude don't waste any time. You know what? I've tweeted about this a lot. I've talked about this a lot. Even just like, you know, it's not like he posts every time he's on the ice on Instagram. He does often. There's an often, you know, when he's over in Russia working out, he normally gets out there and then you'll see some videos on Instagram and stuff like that or people around him that I follow. You'll see pod and pop up on the ice, but it just seems like the kid's always on the ice, you know, like he's always on the ice. And to see that he's, you know, one day of jet lag, the guy traveled for something like 32 hours uh, total travel time. And he's on the ice within like 48 hours of landing and he's back on the ice already skating. This kid's going to come in and impress a lot of people. And just that video that Woodley sent, look at the kid move and skate and shoot, right? Like I think he's going to shock more people than like, I, I know he's going to shock a lot of people. I know that he's going to surprise a lot of people how good he's actually is. I think he's going to surprise even more people like how good this kid is going to be on day one from how much work he's putting in, how much work he's put in in all the off season. Like he hasn't taken a you know, he took a vacation after his wedding for like a week Mm -hmm. and then he's back on the ice again. So I'm happy that him and his wife as well, his wife. Now they're both over here. Uh, So if you see him in the streets, you know, give him a smile. Be nice to these guys, man. Like it's, it's tough for him to adjust to Vancouver. I know that somebody listening to the show is probably going to run into pod Colson, you know, welcome him to Vancouver. Be nice to the guy. Yeah, that's, that's please it. be nice to him. Okay, don't. And, and the other day, man, with this Niels Huglander stuff, don't get me started. These comments of these people, Niels Huglander tries to post a little thing about, you know, something about his personality, something he enjoys doing in the offseason. And I'm not going to get into all of it. I'm not here for this argument. But what he was doing was nice. It was nice for him to share his game a little bit. And then all we see in the comments, people ripping on Pod Colson for, you know, hunting and fishing is what's something that Huglander Oh, loves he to was do. hunting. I yeah. was so confused. No, well, you just said ripping on Pod Colson. I'm like, oh, what sorry. Are they no, doing I think I mixed up the names section. here. But with Huglander, I mean, he's out, he's trying to post someone on Instagram. He enjoys hunting and fishing. You know, it's something that, that he loves to do. He posts it in the comments. People are just coming after him. On this topic, one of the absolute worst pieces of advice you've ever given is, you, you know, you were like, yeah. Your uh, dating app profile picture of you with a fish, dude. Girls don't like that. Like nobody, for me. no, nobody thinks no. Okay, go Thanks. ask, go ask your girlfriend right now. Go ask your girlfriend. Well, she's working. Go ask her tonight. We'll oh, get the answer on Saturday. Ask her if she was at all swayed by the fishing pic of you holding off. up a dead fish. It wasn't she, dead. I was catch and release. It was a bass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and that's the thing. If I've it's never a fished. Bass, I don't know how it works. Put your, if you get a salmon or a bass, that's a completely fine picture to have. Also, in your ask her what media. kind of fish it was. She has no. She has I no guarantee idea. she has no idea. You could see the life no in that cares. fish's eyes. I gave it right back in the water. It swam away, lived a happy life. It's still alive right now. I checked on it the other week. Okay. Big bass. That was the biggest bass I ever caught. I know, but I'm just saying it's not. You know, nobody nobody's decision is being swayed by you with a fish. If anything, it's being swayed in the wrong direction. That's what I think, at least. That's what I've been told too. I've talked to a few different people. We all say this. All say the same thing. That's the way it works. I just don't. I don't think you're talking to the right people. And what do you know about <laughs> what do you know about dating apps being successful, anyways? Todd? You know absolutely nothing about that. Hey, come on. Yeah, I do. You know that. I, nah, Patreon, I, Patreon content. We're getting into Patreon content. Patreon.com/slash. Pod Colson's here. What do you think about Pod Colson getting here? Everything that's kind of gone through the past week. He's here. He's show up. He's on the ice. Good news, I think, all in total. Five and ten dollar cheers gets you all the bonus content. We're doing a rewatch of our uh, first episode right now. A lot of fun, but yes, Pod Colson. What what can you say about it? I mean, it's great that he's here. He's getting in some skates, ripping it on Martin Jones, which is great to see. Yeah, but not that hard to do. Yeah, Martin not Jones that hard. Is, what, what Man, Martin, Martin Jones. Jones is an interesting case study. Like, what happened to that guy? Yeah, I mean, not interesting enough for me to look into a goalie, but yeah, <laughs> something there. Well, the thing is, is it's like people ask what happened to Matt Murray. And there's like a pretty quantifiable Damn it. She answer. answered. I said, did you like the, the fish picture of me when on my, on my dating profile? She just said, meh, I liked all the other pictures better. Exactly. Damn it. Yeah. I rest my case. Anyways, just off the topic of hunting and fishing. All right. No nobody- more pictures of fish. It's only pictures of Kirk McLean. That's the only thing you can get on your <laughs> social media, on your dating profile. You had a picture with Kirk McLean on no, your No, but that's what every guy does, apparently. Ask ask the girls on Oh, that's Cinder right. Yes. It's you know what? I've thing. heard this too. Every Kirk guy's McLean. got a selfie with, or not a selfie, just a, picture, a picture with Kirk McLean. Yeah, with Kirk McLean. Or with the Stanley Cup, because when he was here for the draft, everyone got yes, that picture. That's right. What was I talking about? Uh, Martin Jones, interesting yeah. case. Well, Matt Murray, like I said, a big reason he was so successful was because the league was more 
um, north south, and he had that wide stance, but he never really adapted when the league made that shift. And like this is the thing that Ian Clark's worked on a lot with the Canucks goaltenders and a lot with Jacob Markstrom was really narrowing that stance mm. and making sure he could move laterally more comfortably because the league took a shift to more east west after the Penguins won their cups. So that's kind of what happened to Murray, but with Martin Jones. I guess I just haven't looked at it close enough. Like maybe he also had a wide stance. I honestly it's been hard to watch the San Jose Sharks. Well, over the past couple yeah, of years, not right? only that, but it like crazy. Think about what they just like. Two, was it two years ago where they were in that game? They gave up mm-hmm. the penalties and blew like the Western. Yes. Con- was it the Western Conference yes, Finals? Yes, it's the Vegas Knights. Like it's what crazy a fall that they from were grace. that good. Yeah, even that couple years ago, even the Sens a few years ago as well. Eastern Conference Finals as well, I believe. Yeah, fell off completely after that. But sorry, and I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do this whole goalie talk here. But I do have something for you. I'll, I'll flatter you a little bit here. Give you some goalie talk. Akuka Skenvo, another yeah. shutout. Uh, did you happen to watch his the highlights or anything of the the five nothing win? I, I did. It was yes. I I gotta ask like right off the top because you mentioned this. Even from the first games that we saw him at the Four Nations tournament, where he stopped, I think forty two of forty two saves. Like he saved everything he faced. It was either forty two or forty nine shots he faced in a game and a half. Is there something that different about his game or is this just kind of the player that he is? I mean, he's played three games, sorry, three and a half games since, Mm -hmm. you know, really since being drafted. He's got two and a half shutouts. He doesn't look that different. Like he he really does. You talked about the hands a couple weeks ago. I did, but the hands, I'm talking to Ian Clark tomorrow. You know, I'll say this on the show. Talking to Ian Clark tomorrow, going to work on a story for Canucks Army. Um, And I'm going to flat out ask Ian if he has been giving Aku tips over the phone because the last time I talked to Ian, you know, he was like asking me about Koskinen. Well, not asking me. We were talking. We both had things to say about Aku. Um, and basically, like, I, he was like, "Yeah, I'm calling him tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like, this is when he had just been drafted. Um, so I'm going to ask Ian, like, what what are these? Fo- what's going on in these phone calls? Because you know, I've been watching him, and you're right. Like, he does look a little bit better. I just. I don't know if the change came from Ian because Ian actually told me when we were talking, he was saying like the Finnish program actually really, and like Finnish goalie coaches, they really put a focus on the hands. So that's why I found it so interesting that his hands were so crap. Like it was just his stance. Like his hands were, his glove was off to his side, which is just so weird. Like it's like what you do if you were playing road hockey and you never played goalie before. Cause you want to make that big, yeah, glove you want to make the huge yeah. glove save. Yeah, so yeah. it's out to the side Down and a little bit low. Yeah. You want it out in front activated. And that just wasn't really something you saw too, too often from a coup. So it'll be interesting to kind of talk to Ian. Well, I'll have more to I've, say on Saturday about that. You might know a little bit more about this, but I've talked to a lot of people at end goal, uh, not just Kevin Woodley, uh, some yep. other people as well. Um, and what I've heard is like the connections that he has in Finland and Sweden are crazy. I mean, the book yes. that he wrote about go- the literal book that he wrote about goaltending, butterfly goaltending. Yeah, yeah, it is the Bible over there. Yeah, it's in, been translated. Yep. Yeah, in Finland and Sweden, and the connections that he has over there. I wonder if he has a guy that you know maybe was able to spend some time with Kuskenvu. We'll find out tomorrow. Hey, can, gonna... we, can we get the pronunciation Kuskenvu? I asked Ian, and he declined to call it Kuskenvu. I think, but it's I hard because it's okay, so Sat at the end. says Ka- Kuskenvuau. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't that. think it's that. But it's, I talked to Aku, and I, I didn't ask him how to pronounce his name. I think that some of the Finnish names, if I remember correctly, and you know who we're going to get here. We're going to get D-Sto, D-Sto coming out. Yeah. It's hard here. Yeah. But I think the O is kind of silent at the end. Kuskenvu? I think it's Kuskenvu. Kuskenvu? Yeah. Yeah, because Kuskenvuau. But why would Sat yeah. just say that? Like, he had to have known that from someone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Sat in the commercial break. Getting mad at him, yeah. Actually, he's probably on air right now. Probably not the best time to text he him. He is, yeah. But uh, regardless... Should we cut to break? This has been a very uneventful first 22 minutes. No, like, let's do the final thing. Let's do Kess as well. Because sure. Ryan Kessler, uh, RK17, who, I mean, RK17 really, I'd never heard that until he like retired. Or maybe, maybe I until still he haven't heard to, RK17. Oh, that's all over his stuff in Kess's house, which I didn't oh, see an yeah, episode that's of. Right. Right? Like, I, I yeah. just saw some of the clips and the Post Malone commercial 50,000 freaking times. That's yeah. all I know about Kess's house. And, Why? Yeah, I, what like what happened there? Like to be well, a you know fly on said, the wall because I don't. You haven't listened to the Sakaris Price interview yet, right? No, not yet. So at the end, he announces that he's going to be doing a second season of it. No but, way. Yeah, I don't know how that. What? Like, there's no way that was good for <laughs> for ratings or for like Kessler at all. Oh my god! But he went on Sakaris and Price talked a lot. I think that. You know, just kind of hearing the stories about him, like telling them to cut off his finger if that was going to be able to get him back on the ice quicker in like a triple overtime game. Uh, just to hear like him say that, like, you know, that series against Nashville, like he felt it like that was 
the best hockey, like everything that he's ever worked for getting up to that point. And then hearing that he changed skates between that series and the San Jose series was like, what? Like he said, the, the skates were so worn out, but like, still you got to wear those same skates yeah. after what you just did. Um, and then, yeah, just to hear him talk. I mean, that it always break. you know, when someone comes out like that and has the conversations, we sort of heard it last year with the Kess and Juice podcast. Wonder how hard they're making a push for Ryan Kessler to be in the, in the ring of honor. Where do you stand on it? I don't know. Like, that's that's such a tough question, and there's so much to weigh on it. I think, and I, I had to be honest here, I think you cannot put Ryan Kessler in the ring of honor before you have Alex Edler and Roberto Luongo in there. And I'm not even married to the idea that Luongo needs to go in there because, you know, obviously he's more of a Panther than he is a Canuck, you know? Right. He, sure, he had his best years here, but still. You know, he's still with that organization, retired his number, the list goes on. He's a legend in Florida, right? Best goalie they've ever had. But if you're going to put Ryan Kessler in the ring of honor, Edler's got to go up first and Luongo's got to go up first. I think the, the problem with like, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I loved Ryan Kessler. Had a Ryan Kessler jersey. I actually burned it uh, to sacrifice to the hockey gods for wow. the Canucks to win the draft lottery. Ended up dropping down, picked the Levy that year. So that was a bad idea to burn that jersey. Uh, it was at a bachelor you party. You burned actually, a Canucks jersey I wa- I and are wondering why they passed on Kachuk. A year. So there you was cursed the, them. It was literally the, the year after he got traded uh, was the Yalevi draft, I believe. Right? So it was yes. a year after the 2015 draft would have been. No, 2016 would have been Yalevi. So I think it was 2015 when I burned it. And that night they had the draft lottery. We were listening to it in the car. And they drop down to five and then they end up picking your levy. So not a great situation in the end. I kind of caused the whole your levy pick. That's why I got to stand by my boy. No, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more in the camp of, of having him up there um, for, for like a few reasons of like ring of honor is, is a lower level, quite a bit lower level for me than having your Jersey retired. Sure. I think that it's, it's a spot where you can, you know, I think Matthias Oland is a type of guy who would be a ring of honor. If, you know, he's a guy, like, obviously, like, the slam dunks for me is Alex Edler for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Matthias Olin played a very vital role for the Vancouver Canucks and some playoff teams for a while. He's already up there. He's he up there? Yes. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. I'm like, he's last a guy who's two minutes, up there. Last two minutes, you you admit that you burned a Canucks jersey, Oof. and then you didn't know Matthias Olin was in the ring of all. Olin's already up? When did he yes. go up? Like, 2008. Oh, really? Yeah, like a long time oh, ago. Oh, man. Okay, well, good. He yeah. should be up there. And the seventh man. Do you remember the seventh man? Yeah, I don't. I Do don't fans know, know about man. this? Like, this was something I learned about recently. It was only because now I'm part of media and, you know, you learn about all the Canucks lore. Yeah. But the seventh man, for those that don't know, they retired a jersey in the most awkward, awkward ceremony you could ever imagine. Like, all your expectations for what the most awkward ceremony at a Canucks game in Rogers Arena could be go ahead and double it because that's what the seventh man was. You need to go watch it. If you haven't seen it yet, go look it up on YouTube. Canucks seventh man. Like it was weird. Like there, John Ashbridge is on PA as far as I'm, as far as I remember. Um, and he's like talking about this and it's weird. Cause his voice is kind of quiet. Like you don't really know what he's saying. And there's like a fans aren't really paying attention. They're not cheering. But they're just like they're just talking like yeah. normal, like it was just like makes sense in like Seattle because a twelfth man is a thing. Yes. in Seattle. Yes, you know, it, it, it makes sense. Seven but it, make the seventh sense. man, I I think they just took the jersey down the next year very quietly. Ooh. But they retired the jersey, the number seven. Hey, so Matthias Olin, kind of surprised I missed it. Yeah, twenty sixteen was when he got uh, inducted. Mm. So that one kind of just twenty sixteen. Wow, I well I just Pat thought Quinn it was, was in twenty fourteen. Well, I knew that. Harold Snaps was 2011. Yeah. Verdeen was 2011. Uh, Kirk McLean, 2010. And Curtin back, 2010 as well. Hmm. So the most recent one, obviously, uh, Alex Burrows, Burrows that we yeah. had in 2019. Yep. I, man, like, I, I think Louis got to be next. I think Luongo goes up before Kessler. I think Luongo goes up before Edler. And then Kessler goes. Mm. Well, you yeah, because you can't do it while Kessler, well, Edler's still playing. No, Edler's got to finish his career. So I guess that's a good point, but I, I don't know if the Kessler's going to get up there, man. You know what really hurts Luongo is the recapture penalty. Like, it's such yeah. a, it's like when you have a real good beer and you're like, wow, this is good, tasty beer. And then that aftertaste after is just, it tastes like aluminum. Like, you get people know what beers I'm talking about here. You have no idea. Not but parallel 49. Have, no, not parallel. None of parallel beers have that. But some of these weird craft beers you have, they got an aluminum taste after. Mm. That's kind of what Luongo has for a lot of fans. But I think he still belongs up there. Yeah. 
Uh, and I like Ryan Kessler could go up there too, but it's not like he needs to be for me. It's not like he's a must be up there. And I think a lot of people are going to disagree with, I saw Sakaris and Bryce's poll is something like 70 plus percent of people think he should be up there. And I wouldn't, it's not like I would say it's the worst thing in the world, but I personally wouldn't like, if I was making the decision, I wouldn't put him up there. I think that there's too much of how he left town and I know people will be like, yeah, but look at how Burry left town. But Burry was a different type of player. Yeah. You know, and yes, Kessler scored 40 plus one year. And yes, he was unreal for the Vancouver Canucks when they were at their peak yeah. kind of of the yep. franchise. But to me, it's just, it's not a must that he needs to be up there in the ring of honor. Yeah. I'm becoming less married to my uh, Edler should be up there take. Edler. Wait, what do you mean? Like ahead of Kessler. Like, I, I don't okay. think it's the utmost importance that he's up. Like, he will get up there. We know 100% Edler is like the perfect ring of honor. Yeah. Like, absolutely. he's got to be up there. Yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm just right. saying, I don't but know just, if it's. That's the difference. Like, you know what? Like, at their peaks, and even for like a handful of years, Kessler was a much better player than Alex Burroughs. Yeah. You know, for the that's Vancouver fair. Canucks, he's a much better player than Alex Burroughs, but Burroughs was just here for longer, did better things, was just better with everyone around the community. I think that means a lot, too. Yeah. I think that means a lot how you are with not only the community, but even with media. And, you know, Ryan Kessler didn't have a good relationship with Canucks media, didn't have a great connection with the fan base as well. And I know he addressed this in the Sakaris Bryce interview about, you know, saying that he hated Canada. He was obviously he says I was talking about the, the team, the, you know, Team Canada. Mm. But the quote obviously got taken out of context and. Ryan Kessler hates Canada. It's like the dude was, you know, he played a long time in Canada, has his son born in Canada. So obviously doesn't hate Canada. So I'm like, I'm in the camp of no, I don't think he should be in the ring of honor, to be honest. Hmm. That's if it was my decision, I would say no, but I think he's very close. And I think saying no sets a standard for them moving forward. It's getting a little crowded up there. Yeah. Then I don't like, you don't like, where does it stop with the, with the 2011 team? Here's a curveball question. Well, BX, you know, BX has got to go up ahead of Kessler, man. I think so too. I think for the same reasons, what I just said about Burroughs yeah. was like, you know, BX was, was a fan absolute favorite. And, and I just want to, yes. I just want to see that ceremony. Oh yeah. Let him MC it himself. Who could roast him though. No, Kessler. <laughs> Ooh, that would be Kessler. that would be awkward. Yeah, that's true. It's like everybody from the 2011 team's going in except for you, but you have to try and roast them now. <laughs> well, he'd luck. be there. He, there's no way he they would have that. to bring in someone real good to to host that if if BX is going in. Yeah, it would have to be someone very good because BX did an incredible job. Who could we were you even at bring the, in. We were at you and I were at the Sedin's retirement. Night. Yes, that was a great time. Great night there. Burroughs could maybe do it. Nobody yeah, understand maybe. him though. They'd all be making fun of his accent. Yeah, that's true. He'd probably just get buried. But his anyways, it's not that bad. You, you can understand. It. Like I'm in the camp of I don't. I don't think so. If it's decisions no, you've kind of convinced me. I'm me. Say no, you've kind of convinced me. No, because like I said, I, I already listed Edler, Luongo, and Bieksa. All have to be I would up take there. Take those at some three point. above Kessler, yes. and I think and, that's where Kessler's like at the line. And I'm even willing to listen to conversations that Bieksa and Luongo don't belong up there. Like I'll listen to that. Yeah. But I'm saying if if you're in the camp that Bieksa and Luongo don't end up there and don't belong up there, Kessler doesn't belong up there as well. Right. Yeah. And I do think like I think I think both Luongo Kessler or Luongo and Bieksa both go up there. And I mean Alex Edler's an absolute slam dunk. He has to be in there. So yeah. All right, I think we'll move on from there. It was a good conversation. Check it out. Scare some price, obviously. Bring it. I hope that you know they kind of talk about teasing their little Wednesdays with or Mondays with. I'm not sure because they released it on Monday or Tuesday or something. But I, uh, I'm excited to see what they do. The stuff they did with Gilman for a while there on Wednesdays with was incredible. So we'll see what they do moving forward. Uh, but we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we got some new ads coming. Some new ads coming up on the show. So we'll see you guys on the other side. We'll pause for a quick ad break, folks. Summer might be over, but the time to drink squish is never over. This drink is taking its way into the fall, into the winter, and this is the perfect beverage for everyone. It's not one of those zero-calorie drinks that has no flavor and just tastes like tonic water. These ones have some flavor, folks. Squish Beverage, you can find it all over BC liquor stores, but I'm telling you, you got to do a little bit of digging. You got to go to some private liquor stores. If you find it, tweet at us about it because other listeners want to know where they can find the Squish Lemonade. Comes in a variety of flavors. My favorite, Squish Lemonade Passion Fruit or Squish Lemonade Pineapple. Kind of lean towards pineapple most of the time. So go out and find Squish at your local BC liquor stores or do some of that digging and find the squish lemonades at private liquor stores across British Columbia. All right, folks, you know what time it is. We are here to talk about our favorite beer sponsor, Parallel 49 Beer. One of the go-to's quads. You can find this one at most restaurants, too. A lot of restaurants. I've yes. been seeing it around. The Trash Panda. Simple. One of the longest standing beers from Parallel 49. Highly recommend going out to try it. Not just the beers, though. 
but the patio quads. The patio at oh. 1950 Triumph Street. Tell the folks about some food and the, the sweet little drinks on the side that I know you like. So the Muddler's Pink Lemonade is my go-to, but man, the food there. Cheeseburgers, chicken bur- The spicy chicken burger was fantastic. Sub the pickles, right? Get the pickles instead Absolutely. of uh, jalapenos. Poutine, I had fantastic they got some green onion in there and it's nice and melted the worst thing about a bad like what makes a poutine bad is when the cheese is not melted this one it's melted and it's very very good so go down check that out the poutine the burger the spicy chicken sandwich what was that last thing we got the, we got some wings the wings well. the wings korean barbecue but wings. they're also putting a roof over there they're working on it for the fall so it's not oh. just going to be the patio we got rained out the other day trying we to did. go to parallel 49 but they're putting a roof over it uh the beers are always fresh so many different beers on tap there so go out and try some parallel 49 beer you can get it at every liquor store you can find and also get on the 1950 triumph street to check out the street kitchen all right, and a massive thank you to all of our sponsors here at the Canucks Conversation Podcast. We've got a few more topics to get to. I'm looking at the list right now. I think we should start with the Your Business Here poll question. Are you over summer slash the heat? Yes, Chris, 44% saying yes, 43% saying no, and 13%, it's about 13% usually, saying I'm angry. It's the same 13% of people always pumping into that I'm angry crowd. Yeah. And someone replied, Matt Pisco replied, where's the I have AC too bad plebs option? That's where I'm at, man. Man, man I tell you, my favorite spot to be throughout the summer is in my car because I got pretty good AC in there. And like, you know, I don't mind driving. I, you know how much I drive. You all do the drive. Time. I yeah. drive a lot. Uh, and just being in the car with AC on and like a podcast on, that's like my favorite thing to do in the summer. Mm. Just ride around. You know me. I like to go up to my Arby's because it's about 45 <laughs> minutes there and back. What? Is it there. really? Yeah. Yeah, it's about you forty-five. Make it sound like it's so close to your house. Oh you- no, it's a drive, and it's it's the same road that I need to take. I showed you the road I picked you up from the airport. Yes, that's right. That road that I have to take all the way out to Abbotsford. Yeah. It's it's scary because if something goes down on that road, if any accident happens, I'm screwed. Yeah, getting there. So we'll see. It might be a little late to some Abbey games, but I'm with I'm with the very small majority, which is you know what forty four percent, forty four to forty three, forty four percent of people saying yes. I'm with man. I was. You know I hate the heat. You know I hate it. I get all sweaty. I'm sweating right now. I'm sweating on the golf course. Well, I love a good 13-degree day. I, I don't. love a good 13-degree day. I'm, I'm on no, and that's because I went to Edmonton and that's got right. back. Yeah, you and came out was, with jacket and pants on. Yeah, I was, I was wearing two jackets. You and your jeans, man. You're over here posting My Instagram. Jeans. We'll on get your... to jeans. That's a topic on, on uh, the show. That's true. Yeah, we got more. We got quads, hashtag quads jeans coming up here as well. <laughs> Not just Taylor jeans, but... I I hate I hate the summer. I hate okay. it. Okay, you know what I have? Know what I miss? What I was I've been talking about this a lot lately. I miss just having a sweater on. I miss having something cover my forearms a little bit. And I can't do that. I'm a big guy. I can't fill. Well, yeah, your arms. You can barely fit a sweater into those puppies. But <laughs> no, I like. I just miss having a sweater. I miss having a sweater. I miss having a little bit of thing hanging on your wrist. Like really? Yeah, I miss it. I, I miss I roll that. And I miss pants. Usually. I haven't. I can't wear pants. I get so sweaty. I wore okay. pants to the going away party for CMAC. Yeah. Uh, that we had a lot of 650. Well, everyone from 650 there. Yeah, I wore pants up there within 15 seconds of sitting down. I already drank a cup of water and I was sweating. I was like, why did I wear pants? What kind of pants did you wear? We were upstairs. Like a lot of heat was going up there. Those pants that I always wear. I don't know what to call them. They're, they're not sweatpants. They're right? kind of like they're like fancier sweatpants sort of, you know, like joggers. What? Yeah. Joggers is kind of a thing for them. Like, yeah. They look a little tighter on the legs, but I can't go too tight on the legs. Robbie Ray tight. Well, not quite. I got bigger thighs than Robbie Ray. I can't be pulling these things out. I got to get a little comfy fit. Comfy fit Robbie Ray jeans. What is it? What was it? Canada's ass? That's what they're saying? <laughs> yeah, Canada's ass. You know, I used to like, at the start of the year, I thought that Robbie Ray was like hilarious just because of his pants. Yeah. I didn't know he was good. I, okay. So <laughs> Robbie Ray, I don't know if you remember this. In the wild card game last year, or the wild card series, I guess, they started Matt Shoemaker. He went mm. three innings, was great. And then they pulled him for Robbie Ray to go the next three innings. That was the analytics driven plan right and robbie ray gives up a triple and everybody was saying like keep shoemaker and keep shoemaker in right man if they did that now nobody would be complaining about that no it'll be interesting to see what happens with him but back to the poll question where are you at are you overheat no i'm you, not i saw you today you were we we're on the golf course you were pulling the sleeves off 
You almost yeah. ripped them off your shirt when you were wearing it. I had to tan the shoulders. Yeah. It was one of my last chances to tan before you, the winter. You did get some sun on your shoulders. Not so much on your face. I got some on my face. You did. You did get burned on I've your face. I've been getting uh, quite a bit of sun lately. I had my Padres hat on, so I was okay. Yeah. No, I didn't wear, I didn't wear a hat. And I, you know, I even told you. I told you today when I got up to leave my house to come pick you up early morning. You and I got together, watched Donnie and Dolly together. We'll get to that in just a minute. But I, I saw the sunscreen sitting there. A big, like the big, thick value bottle. And I was like, ah, I'm going to have to put that away like in a cupboard somewhere. You know, summer's over. And then I get to the golf course. It's 27 degrees out and I'm burning now. I got burnt knees. I got a burnt face. I got burnt elbows. I'm not doing great. Just a burnt boy. Yeah. But I, you know, when I was up at Whistler there, beautiful. 13 degrees, just a dabble of rain, just to keep you a little, I don't keep like you that. a little spiced up a that little bit. I'm ready like for fall, Edmonton man. how Edmonton was. I, yeah, I like that. I don't hate the fall. Don't get me wrong. But you is know, summer your favorite season though? Yes. My, it's probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Just the heat that you get, man. Well, I don't sweat as much as you. No, I know. Like, you don't get like, you know, you don't get the sweat spots like I do all over the shirt. No. You know, yeah, top I guess of my I belly, more. underneath the belly. Okay. Couple I don't spots get, I don't there. Get well, you don't have a belly. You can't, you can't <laughs> get sweat spots on a belly. You don't have one. That's, you know, the sweat spots are not great. And then just, you know, everything. The swampiness that you got going on downstairs. You don't want any of that going on. Let's move on. Oh my gosh. Okay, so so the the question was, yes or no, are you over the heat? I'm not I'm over the 35 degree heat sure. that we had. That that's sucked. Not, that's not the question. But I can handle I can handle 26 degrees. In fact, I welcome 26 degrees. I like it. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Even you know, cooling down. Take me under 20. Take me under yeah. 20. I need to go back to I miss you give me just over 20. I'm a happy camper. No, I, as soon as you hit 20, I, after, after 20, I'm uncomfortable. Okay. If it's like 21, you can wear pants. No, I can't. I'm wearing pants. If it's over, <laughs> if it's just over 20, like 21 degrees, I'm wearing pants. Yeah, I'm just, I'm a or different shorts. breed, man. I'm a different breed. I, I can't. I just, I'm a sweaty boy all the time. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Last, the uh, people are with me. 44% of the people are with me. Yeah, okay. You do have the and, But at the same time, I'm taking the I'm angry crowd because I'm angry as well. I'm, I'm saying okay, yes and i You know what? I'm That's angry. fair. I'm, I'm angry. both. Yeah. The climate change people, not very happy. Exactly. Yeah. I'm angry about that <laughs> too. <laughs> okay. The last topic about attire for the episode. Hashtag Taylor Jeans. You got some love on Donnie and Dolly today. Well, Rightfully off, so. I was texting with uh, or messaging Ryan Henderson last night about the... Uh, about hashtag Taylor jeans because there's something that like listen I've got I think I've got a decent eye for prospects I think I got a decent eye for prospects decent eye for hockey but if there's one thing I got an eye for it's freaking memes man like the first person I swear I was the first person to say that that clay meme of him holding his thumb up giving the you know thumbs up clay I was the first person to tell you that 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 was going to be a meme. As soon as I saw him post that video, I was like, there's a meme. I went off with the gifts that day for that. You know, I think I posted, I posted about 40 gifts that day of clay. Clay's got me beat by about 10,000. I don't know how many times <laughs> clay's posted that thing, but he's, he's sitting somewhere near 40 grand for, for his tweet number. You look at his total tweets. Half of them were just the thumbs up lately, but uh, I'm joining clay. Clay's doing a 24 hour uh, stream. I heard about this? that. I told he was he was talking and I and I just stumbled across it. Sometimes I hop into Clay's YouTube. You know what it's a. I think he does Sunday nights or Monday nights or something. Yeah. He does late night shows, yeah. and I'll just I'll stumble in there and chat and say hi to everyone. And uh, then he was like, "Yeah, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with the two to three a.m. times. You know, like two to five is going to be tough." And I'm like, I'll, "I'm like I'm up. I'll see you then." <laughs> and so I'm going <laughs> to join Clay uh, for half an hour, maybe an hour. I said, "Maybe we'll watch his Lodiev game together. If there's a Lodiev game on, that's amazing. You know, we'll fire up one of those and maybe we'll do that together." But uh, yeah, he's doing a 24 hour stream, so be sure to check that out. Uh, but Taylor Jeans, so Don Taylor, we yeah, know. Give the context. Go ahead. Yeah, so Don Taylor joined us here on the show a while ago. You know, obviously, you don't have to introduce Don Taylor, an absolute legend in the Vancouver market. Maybe I do. People outside the market might not know. Uh, his work here in Vancouver, but the legend, the best sportscaster I think we've ever had here in Vancouver, and it's going to be very tough for anyone to pass his legacy, but he wore jeans to his producer, Ryan Henderson's wedding. He wore jeans. Let me repeat that one more time. He wore jeans to a wedding. And nobody else was wearing jeans. No one else was wearing jeans. I'll tell you, Dolly Wall was looking good. Good Dolly to was see B-Mac as sharp. well. Always good to see B-Mac. Yeah, B-Mac, B-Mac looked sharp. See, B-Mac, what B-Mac was wearing... White dress shirt, perfect, and some pants, perfect. If he was wearing jeans and he wore that white dress shirt, that would be better than what Donnie wore. It would be better, still wouldn't be super acceptable. Mm. But what Donnie wore, you like, you know, no, no offense to Donnie, friend of the show. Go ahead. 
But I already, I've already crossed the, the line. The guy's wearing two, two shirts. Yeah. Like he's got two the, black shirts. Too, two, not even. Like, I think one of them was navy and the other one was black and it was just off putting. And yeah, Donnie, Donnie, uh, that wasn't it. But he knows. He knows that wasn't Oh, it. yeah. He knew it was wrong, but he said he felt good about it. Like, he tries to come on to Donnie and Dolly right off the top of the show and defend himself. I know. Tries no to chance. deflect and be, like, talking about Dolly on his phone. Yeah. Which you got to expect at the same time. But, I mean, jeans to a wedding. You and I were talking. We were about to make that the poll question. Who would more Yeah. Who would more likely wear jeans to a wedding? I, neither of us would. Neither of us would, but I think, like, shorts, me by a mile. Oh, that's what, undoubtedly. Like we talked, we talked, we just finished talking about it. If it's so damn the people getting married in July and August, uh, man, when I get married, it's going to be sep- late September, I think. Really? Yeah, I can't. Like, I don't want to be sweating on my. You know, it's not my day. It's going to be my bride's day, but you know, it's, it's somewhat my day as well. Yeah. I ain't, I don't want to be a sweaty mess all day long. I guess. Why don't you just have an AC? Like, don't have it outdoors. What do you think? I'm made of money? I'm a freaking podcaster and writer. I'm definitely going to have to be outdoors. I'm going to end up being in my freaking parents' backyard. I don't think it costs that. Okay. okay. Parents' backyard is obviously cheaper, but I don't think. You're trying to tell me an air-conditioned center is going to be cheap. A hall? Yeah. Like if you go to like a golf course or something. That's expensive, man. It's not that expensive. It's a A, wedding. Of course it's going to be expensive. I guess you could do it outside or in your parents' backyard. I got a lot of room. Uh, the goats, room the goats running up to everybody. Goats are gone, man. Oh, that's right. Got rid of the goats. <laughs> you better explain that you just sold the goats. Pete and Quinn you are put gone, them down. Man. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> we got. Yeah, we sold the goats. They're they're gone. Yeah, they were good goats. They Pete were and Quinn, goats. but uh, pretty annoying, and they were always getting out. So how like, long? How long do goats live for? Why are you asking me this? I just well, you're the only person I know that has goats in their <laughs> backyard. No, we had them for two years, and they were you know they're full size then. But uh, people want you know the people that bought them they want them so they can uh, they put them to work. They're out there like the goats go and they chew people's lawns. They put them on people's lawns like like mowers. Wow, really? They got a gang of goats that they you know you pay them whatever they come over to your house and they freaking chew the grass. I thought this was a joke. How much do the goats demand and pay? Yeah, well, you know what? I'm about to unionize these damn goats. And we got to get this, these. Go goats get Petey have and rights. Quinn. Yeah, go get them a new contract. Petey and Quinn, yeah, those are my. Uh, I'm putting them in on the inside, and then I'm going to get them to get some signatures for me, and we're going to fire this union up. Goats, 15 to 18 years. Really? Yeah, that's kind of an instance of a goat reaching the age of 24 has been reported. Wow. I'll tell you, Petey was pretty big too. He could probably go for a while. He was, he was way bigger than Quinn. Hmm. But now we just got chickens out on the farm now. Yeah, just I like your chickens. Yeah, chickens are chill. You still have ducks. Roosters are kind. Of, oh yeah, we got the ducks too. We got the ducks. Yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of duck eggs though. Like we get duck eggs every. I think like they give them one every two days or something. Hmm. They're hard to break. They're mm-hmm. a little bit bigger and they got a little different taste to them. Hmm. So I'm not a huge fan of the duck eggs. Hey, prospects report. You want to go Petey and Quinn? Go Petey and Quinn we first. Just we were just goats. talking about the goats. Let's uh, let's talk about contracts, man. It doesn't. Uh, I I'm still sitting in the camp that I think it gets done on Friday. I think I don't know if both get done. I'm starting to be in the camp more of I think we're gonna get. And this is just a feeling, folks. I don't have anything to report, but I got a feeling we're gonna get Quinn Hughes' deal on Friday. Yes, I. We were talking about this at lunch. Do you think both deals get done at the same time, or does one of these guys get done and the other doesn't? I used to think it was going to be both at the same time, but I'm thinking that they're going to separate it. Not only is it... mm -hmm. Like, they might both be done today. Mm -hmm. They might both be done as we're speaking, but if the Canucks are smart, I think they can spread this out and get a couple of really good weeks of hype going into training camp. If they do Friday, Friday, Quinn Hughes on this Friday, Leas Pedersen on next Friday, there's going to be a lot of good hype going in. But if they don't get them done by training camp... Oof, man, big time oof on that. It's going to be going to be a tough look for them going into training camp with other two stars, especially with all this trades that were made. Like Jim Benning's got to get on it, and he sounds like he was on it. We were uh, with PJ today a little bit. Mm-hmm. PJ was kind of mentioning, you know, some things are starting to. He's hearing that talks are starting to go a little bit, and uh, maybe eight years or something long term for for Quinn. So that could be interesting. So. PJ did tweet Patrick Johnson of the province. Don't be surprised if the Hughes deal turns out to be a little north of 8 million. You can probably figure out what that means for term. The main comparison is obvious. Yeah. Long-term deal, maybe six, seven years. Yeah, I think so. What do you think about that though? 8 million on a six year deal. What do you think about that? Cause I, I, I see some replies him, to this. If he's going 8 million, I hope you're getting them for seven. Hmm. I hope you're getting seven or eight. 
because that's the thing is when the cap eventually does go up and eventually it will we had frank the tank frank cervalli on the show a couple weeks ago i think it was um you know quite a while ago now it was quite a while ago it's like a couple months ago i guess but you know like it makes sense right like yeah it makes sense because you're gonna the cap's gonna go up and it's gonna look like a better deal it's not gonna be seth jones no and i think what you're gonna see there is like man you know I, I think I've talked about this quite a bit, and I, and I kind of stand by it. Like, especially if Quinn's getting this long term deal, it really wouldn't surprise me to see Pedersen take a two year deal. Like a two year deal wow. is what I like. I think I've said this a few months, like a month or two ago on the show, because we don't like talking about this deal. We're kind of just waiting for it to get done. We're speculating so much, but you know, this is kind of the the make or break kind of two weeks here going into training camp. So, you know. What if it is long? What if it's seven or eight for Quinn and then a two-year deal for for Pedersen to keep the EAV really low, right? I don't hate that either because two years from now, maybe that's when Pedersen gets that 10-plus million-dollar deal. If he's earned it at that point and if he hasn't in a two-year deal, you're signing him for six to seven at less than 10, you're probably still going to like that deal as well. That's why I don't hate the idea of a two-year deal for Pedersen. Yeah. It's I a small even, bridge, but it's like... Yeah, it is a small bridge. You know, he could blow up. In those two years, probably will. He probably will. Probably will. Like we're going to see two of the best seasons of his career in the next two years. Probably. Would you rather go long on Hughes or Pedersen? Right now, it's Hughes to me. I think it's Pedersen. Like I think you should be going longer on Pedersen because I think, I think you know, I'm not trying to rip on Hughes, but I think your best case scenario for Hughes is that he gets back to what he was in his rookie year. Hmm. Right. That's your best case scenario for Hughes. But I think there's still more there. I, I okay. You know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. There's probably still some more there. The rookie year wasn't. Come on. I mean, in terms of playing up against top competition, like he struggled last year, man. Like he was not good enough last year, yeah. and he knows that. Like again, not trying to rip on the player here. All I'm saying is, I think that Pedersen, with all those analytics suggesting that he could have been a Hart Trophy winner in his first and second years, like man, you saw what he did in the bubble. I'm sorry, but I think you want to go longer on him and get him at a lower number while you can. I, I don't I've like this two-year bridge thing. I think we've talked about this a few times that if you sign Hughes to a five-year, six-year deal right now, he's making a bigger jump after that than Pedersen is. Because if you sign Pedersen to anything longer than six, there's no way Pedersen's taking eight. If you sign Pedersen for over six years, he's looking nine and a half plus. Yeah. This yeah. dude's going to get paid. He yep. earned it. I mean, yeah, he's been injured and battled a little, little bit, but his agent's not going to let him sign for under $9 million if you get him for over six years. And that's the thing. If you if you just give him a bridge, it's not like he's going to make $14 million on the yeah. next deal. It's not like he's going to make twelve. He's probably going to be in somewhere between nine point five to you know $11 million. And that's not as big as a jump as if you do with Quinn Hughes. So I'm, I'm going to give Quinn Hughes the long term right now because I don't think that I think if he goes up, like if he booms in the next bridge contract, then he gets a huge raise. But don't, who do you think has a higher chance of booming more? Pedersen or Hughes? Pedersen still, yeah. But yeah. the boom doesn't equate to the same amount of money boom That's true. Like you would get from a defenseman who I see what you mean. we've already seen the trend of what defenseman money is going yes, for. Yes, exactly. I, I don't think that Pedersen would be as big of a jump from a bridge to a lo- another long-term deal as much as Hughes would be. Yeah. I, and just to compare here, because, you know, six year or sorry, eight million likely means it's a little more long term for yeah, Hughes. I would think McCarr so. just signed for, well, just signed. He signed this offseason for six years. Nine million is the annual average value. So that's a little comparable there. And there's also Miro Heiskinen, who I believe signed an eight year deal for eight point four five or something like that. Let's say that's the deal. Six years, eight million for Hughes. What do you think? I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. Like... I would have hoped to get the seven or eight yes. he's getting for eight. That's the yes. only thing. I think I agree with you. And you know what? Like what you know, I could look bad one or two years of that deal, but I think for the majority of that deal, you're getting an eight million dollar player. And they were paying Edler six million. Which is crazy. So yeah, like I think yeah. even those two years that you're talking about where it looks bad, I don't think it looks that bad. Yeah, I thought that was a retirement contract for Edmonton. <laughs> no, not to be. He's got a little bit more. No, he's got some more in the tank, man. Drops left in the bucket. He's going to score his 100th goal against the Canucks. Yeah. Heard it here first. You know what? Irons in the fire. I said it last week. I think it's right. I'm just thinking about it now because you know, I almost. I think it said drops in the bucket. They're a little, a little thing for you. But irons in the fire. I think that was correct last week on the show. Irons in, I don't remember you saying irons in the fire. Yeah, because you don't, you don't pay attention I to don't. half the things I say nope. on this show. That's true. That is very true. It's a good golf game today, though. 
was. It was. Whoop, do you one more time here? Yeah, hey, yeah. Little prospects report before I wrap up. Just want to touch on uh, this week. I'm going to just, just talk about the NCAA guys. Got in contact with all three of them uh, earlier in the week. Let me start with, uh, maybe I'll pull up the text here. Let's start with uh, Aiden McDonough. He moved in on Friday, able to get together with all the guys. They start practice tomorrow. So you guys are hearing this on Tuesday night. They get going on Wednesday. Exciting stuff, man. And he said it's awesome to be back on campus and, and kind of just excited. Like he was saying, it's kind of weird, but he's excited to be in a classroom with students again. You know, everything online. And, and I'm going to be experiencing something similar like that coming up here very soon. My second year at BCIT, I got my first in-person class coming up here. So that'll be... Uh, That'll be something. We'll see what happens there. Jacob Truscott uh, chatted with him. He's been back for a little bit now. He's uh, he said he's been back together with living with some of the guys, practicing and training, uh, and they're getting a lot of ice right now in Michigan and, and high hopes uh, for what that team is. He was just saying like it's it's national championship or bust for Michigan, and that you know, you know you can just look at the roster and see that. But you know Truscott's all over that as well. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he falls in the depth chart with so much talent there. Uh, you know, kind of looking like a bottom pairing, maybe seventh defenseman. We'll see if he can fight his way up for something. Uh, and then Jack Malone, final one. He's been in, he's been in Cornell, uh, been at Cornell for about a month now, which is good to hear that, uh, you know, Malone obviously wanted to get back to NCAA hockey, had to go back to the USHL last year, uh, but he's there. He's been there for about a month. Uh, he's, you know, wanted to just say that uh, he's all settled in. They're into a house with all the hockey guys. So. Stay away from that house, folks. Uh, all <laughs> hockey guys at that house. Be careful there. A lot of backwards Pittsburgh Pirates hats. A lot of backwards hats at that house for sure. Um, so, yeah, he's back there. He's super happy back at Cornell. Cornell's a great school, obviously. Uh, you know, uh, So we're going to be excited to watch him back in NCAA hockey. And I think he's going to be one that, um, you know, if he's worked out and he's, you know, been spending the time in the gym, spending time on the ice, I think Jack Malone might be someone who, you know, we missed him on our top 15 prospects this year. We just, you know, I don't think he was worthy of being a top 15 prospect right now, but he is going to have to prove it now because it's his junior year, right? This, you know, just because he went back to the USHL still cost him a year of eligibility. So he, now he's mm-hmm. going back for his junior year, unfortunately, uh, and he's only got this year and next year left. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. And I hope that uh, he can have a little bit of a bounce back year and maybe draw his way back into the prospects rankings because there are some things about Malone's game that look... Like, it's not like he does everything at such a great level, but the look and feel of how he plays has that I can get to the next level if I work my ass off type of, you know, look to him. So I, I'm going to be excited to see who he can do. Obviously, Aiden McDonough, potentially a guy who can lead the nation in scoring. So that's something we're going to have to keep our eyes on, and I'm excited for them to get going. So just a little update there on the NCAA guys there, Quads. Beautiful. I don't have any update on a Kukos Genvo. Going to get some more shoutouts, I'm sure. I'm going to keep rubbing it in with uh, J.D. Burke. Talking to Ian Clark tomorrow. Right now, though, oh, yeah. you can read a story at CanucksArmy.com. Three key battles to keep an eye on at training camp. We've talked about it on the show before. The battle for the bottom pairing, the final wing spot on the uh, fourth line, and the final wing spot in the top six as well. Chris, this has been a fun episode. I disagreed with you on Highmore. Really? I think McEwen wins a spot uh, over Highmore. I think it's Highmore. I think Dude, it's think tough. about the finish Highmore had to that I think, season. Yeah, but I think Highmore wins it out of camp. But, man, when you start to get into physical games, you get closer to playoffs, I think McEwen could win that spot back for playoffs. Like, now I, they have Pud Coles. I do think he comes out of camp with that on the fourth line. Yeah. Yeah. I, Your boy, you didn't give it to DiGiuseppe. No. You didn't well, give it to DiGiuseppe. I haven't watched him enough to firmly say. I think he's going to be a guy that you'll see at camp and make a little bit of yeah. a... I think I will see him us. at camp. Yeah, that's fair. I think he has a good chance of being a, a 13th, 14th forward type of guy. No, I, I think so too. I just don't think he'll be in the lineup every night. No. Yeah. I, th- I think it's still high. You going to get a jersey? A DiGiuseppe jersey? Yeah, with like no. Italian colors in We're the media. name. We're media. We don't buy jerseys anymore. I've explained this to you. I'm still... I need to buy... <laughs> a, I need to get a Tyler Myers jersey. Because you do. Yes, you do. You do. I've got a Nate Schmidt jersey. I got a Jake Furtanen jersey. And I got a Louis Erickson jersey <laughs> last year. I think it's time for me to get the uh, Tyler Myers jersey and let the... The curse of me buying jerseys continue on. It's Tyler Myers. That's what I'm going for. Oh, man. All right. Well, this has been a fun episode. Uh, for Chris Fabier, my name is David Quadrelli. I thank swear you. To goodness. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.